Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hello, I am here with Joyfully Cricket. Once again, I'm so excited to have her back. She's going to share with us some insight on finding our purpose. Welcome, Cricket. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love your energy and I know you just have so much to offer the world. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. So today we're going to focus on finding your purpose. So how could you just kind of share with us a little bit about how you found your purpose or at least closer to it? Absolutely. And I love that you said closer to it. Right. We're always figuring it out. Yes. (laughs) What I'm learning more and more is that it's really, it evolves. Yeah. And so what I used to think was life purpose, my old definition, which I don't think I ever actually like sat down and defined it, but looking back, Mm -hmm. I think what I thought it was, was knowing exactly what I was meant to do, like as a vocation, as my job. Mm -hmm. And when I knew, I thought that once I knew what I wanted to do as my job, everything would be easier, Mm. right? I would know exactly where to focus my attention, my energy. I would know um, what to go to school for, what to get a job in. And then because it was my purpose, it was going to be really easy. Right. Mm. And Mm -hmm. so that's what I, I always felt like I was lacking something because that wasn't my experience at all. I really Mm -hmm. struggled with academics. I've always been a creative And I didn't know to ask for help when I needed it. So I basically just went through the motions of school and um, really struggled. And so I basically did everything that I could to get out of the school system as quickly as possible. And I, once I finished high school, I kind of started and stopped community college a few times, just taking classes, trying to do the general ed stuff, and then just getting totally discouraged and burnt out because like I said, I just wasn't, my brain isn't really wired for, you know, the math and English and science. And so every time I tried to really dive into those subjects, I just got really, I would just hit a wall. Mm -hmm. And like I said, at that time, I wasn't good at asking for help. So I would just end up giving up and then be down on myself for not finishing anything. Mm -hmm. And so what I ended up doing for work was I started um, working in restaurants because I could make good money, not having a degree with that. And then um, I went to cosmetology school. And the interesting thing was that those things, although I wouldn't necessarily call them my life purpose, you know, working in restaurants, being a hairstylist, but they completely gave me the real life education that I needed um, to live my purpose right now. So Mm -hmm. working in restaurants, I learned about multitasking. I learned about customer service. From that restaurant, I ended up meeting um, my last husband, some dear friends for life, and um, my boss who became my boss at the salon that I worked at. And so those things really put me in line 
to discover my purpose. And then when I was doing hair, I also got even better at customer service, working with people one-on-one, which mm-hmm. was really um, a learning curve for me, as well as listening to people's problems and giving feedback and just, yeah, developing that skill of listening. Not to mention when I worked at that salon, I learned about life coaching. I learned that personal growth and development was one of my passions. I became, um, I switched my music from being just a folk singer to an inspirational singer songwriter. And all of those things wouldn't have happened if I didn't work in that salon and do the thing that wasn't quote my purpose. Mm. So what I'm discovering now, my definition for life purpose for myself, and I always invite my clients and my students to come up with their own definition because it's really different for everyone. But -hmm. if you don't have a definition, then you don't even know what you're aiming for. And you might end Mm -hmm. up like me where I was just really um, feeling like a failure all the time because I had this kind of obscure idea of what life purpose was that I didn't even sit down and define. But because of that, I was, I wasn't hitting the mark because I didn't even know what the mark was. Mm Mm-hmm. So now my definition, and like I said, it's evolving, but I actually even just wrote this down today because I've been thinking about this a lot. My definition today is to be in alignment with my values. Mm-hmm. And what I've noticed is that when I'm in alignment with my values, I feel good right now. I feel on purpose right now. And it can change from day to day, maybe what my top values are. Um, or what even the alignment with those values looks like. But when I'm in alignment with my values, that brings meaning and purpose to my life. Mm -hmm. Does any of that resonate with you, Lindsay? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Whenever I find myself kind of doing anything that maybe it's out of obligation or it's like I have to do, you know, whatever. It's not necessarily out. It's not necessarily like, against my values, but it's not like within my core, you know what I mean? Like my core values that make me feel, you know, secure and uh, and aligned and grounded. It just may feel like I'm just doing something out of obligation. That's when I know I shouldn't do it (laughs) because it's not, it's not in alignment with my true core values. Yes. Um, out of obligation. And for me, it showed up out of just like habitual, habit or just even autopilot. Yep. Yep. So too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love the phrase. I even wrote a song, um, life on purpose. Mm, And so I want to feel like in every moment I'm living my life on purpose. I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. every moment that, I mean, let's be real. It's not every day. (laughs) As much as I can strive for that, uh, Mm -hmm. my life being on purpose, living my life with intention. Um, being focused, giving definitions to the goals that I want. So I know what I'm aiming for, not living on default. Mm -hmm. Because when I live on default, I end up um, eating food that doesn't make me feel good. I end up consuming media that doesn't make me feel good. I Mm -hmm. use substances that don't make me feel good. And they really can make me feel good in the moment. Mm -hmm. But the bigger picture, they're not giving my life the meaning and fulfillment that really allows my life to be on purpose, living in my purpose. Right. And so I do want to share with your listeners some different definitions of life purpose, because there, I might share one that your listeners maybe haven't thought of before. 
Mm-hmm. And again, I think the first step is really defining what life purpose means for you. Mm-hmm. And it can be one of these, it could be all of these, it could be something I'm not even mentioning. So it could be a combination. But the first um, definition could be your mission or life's work. So as mm-hmm. I mentioned, for me, I always thought it was like, yeah, my vocation, what I'm supposed to do for a job. Um, and then for some people, this could be really specific. Like for me being a singer, I'm not just a singer, I'm an inspirational singer, right? So I mm-hmm. sing about following your dreams and and, uh, or it could be someone who's maybe a life coach. They're not just a general life coach, but maybe there's someone who specializes in working with women to lose weight and lead healthier lives. Mm-hmm. But others could have just a general mission that maybe they're here to teach or to be a writer or to be a speaker. And it doesn't matter for them what form that comes in as long as they're offering that gift. Mm. Okay. So that's one okay. definition. Um, okay. Another is really just your essence. So this is the idea that you came to this life to just be your true self Mm -hmm. and your essence, your true self is your natural qualities and your spirit. So Mm -hmm. think of these as like some people are here to be kind or to be loving or just powerful, to be radiant or generous. So these are their essence. Mm -hmm. And for these people, we really just, feel their energy just by being around them. I've Mm -hmm. heard it said a lot in like spiritual communities that the time that we're living in now, like humanity has been seeded by a lot of people like the, um, the indigo children or um, crystal children. A lot of them are here just to raise the vibration of Mm -hmm. the planet. They don't actually have to do anything just by Mm -hmm. being here. Just their essence being on earth is lifting um, the energy and raising the consciousness of the earth. So it could be mm-hmm. just your essence to be here. Another definition is life lessons. So mm-hmm. think if you can relate to this. Like I love the idea that earth is a school. Mm-hmm. And for these people who defin- define their life purpose as learning life lessons, life is a learning experience and that they must work through patterns and issues and learn important key lessons if they are to move forward and evolve as a soul. Mm. So, and again, like I can relate to all of these on a certain level. Yeah, me too. Yes. (laughs) yes. Um, And then there's, this is a big one for me, satisfaction and fulfillment. Mm -hmm. So this definition is that life is supposed to be fun. We are meant to experience and feel joy. And so I've I've heard that quote from Abraham Hicks, life is supposed to be fun. And Mm -hmm. I love that as a life purpose because it just allows us to not take things so seriously. Like, oh, I need to know my life purpose. It's like, no, (laughs) having fun, you know, and sometimes in order to get to that fun, we have to look at our shadow side. We have to feel our darker emotions, our quote, negative emotions. That's all part of it. But if you're also allowed to allow yourself to feel the joy and the fun in life, um, that could be your life purpose right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's people who live, want to live their life by design. This was not me. So this are people who feel like they're on purpose when their life is on track. So okay. this, these people look at their life as a continual journey 
Mm-hmm. And it's ultimately most helpful for them to live each day on purpose. So this is, think of it like moving from step A to step B, from B to C. I think of people, and this is why I don't identify with it, people who have really like stayed on the, the school track and career track. Mm-hmm. So they go, um, they finish their like high school career, then they go to college, maybe they've gone on and gotten their master's or further education, then they get, you know, the corporate job, and then they move on to retirement like that, I feel like is somebody who um, feels like when they reach their goals, they're ultimately living their life on purpose. Mm. And again, there's no right or wrong with any of this. This is the beauty of life. We're all completely unique beings. Mm -hmm. And again, our purpose could shift and change throughout our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And so again, for these, this person who is likes their purpose being by design, they want to have their like ideal day planned out where they, they wake up, they meditate, they do their exercise, they go and do the work that they feel they're meant to do because that's the, what they got training in. Um, you know, and they kind of have a checklist for each day. And then from that checklist, they know if they're living their life on purpose because it's how they designed it. Hmm. And then lastly, um, just a reason for being, Mm. but this is, I feel again, can really apply to all of us. Like what is your reason for being? And depending on your beliefs, you may believe that you're here to just merely exist and live your life, Mm -hmm. um, to make money, raise a family, have a successful business. Um, you could feel that your reason for being is to grow spiritually uh, to experience the presence of source of God, you're connecting with your higher power. Mm-hmm. And then others feel that their reason for being is to really be of service to others. I mean, I think mm-hmm. of like Mother Teresa or Gandhi, right? So mm-hmm. having their service to others be their unique contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I like to say, I could talk about this all day. Um, as we talk about purpose, I I really want to emphasize that you are whole, perfect, and complete right here, right now, without even having a definition for any of these things. Mm, I right? Love that. Yes. So we, we all, I shouldn't even say we all, I have always had a calling or a pull in me to discover my purpose or to feel on purpose. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do feel like I know what that is. When I went to my first coaches training, I didn't even really know what life coaching was. I just mm-hmm. felt I followed the breadcrumbs. I was following my intuition. I signed up and I was, it was like a five day training. And in the first day, as I started learning more and more what coaching was, I literally had that light bulb go off where I was like, this is what I'm meant to do. Oh my God. <laughs> I know what it is. And it was like fireworks. And I was like on cloud nine. And That is how I feel every time I perform. Well, maybe not every time I perform, but when my best performances and the majority of the time when I'm performing and singing and sharing my music, those fireworks go off and I feel like this is my reason for being. But if you don't have those fireworks go off, there's nothing wrong with you. Just by being here, just by breathing on the planet, you are on purpose and you are doing life perfectly. But that being said, If you have that call in you, like I did, if you have that feeling that there's something more, that you're meant for more, that you could um, stretch and grow to be 
something bigger than you are now, then this work of discovering your life purpose could be for you. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like I resonate with everything. Um, And sometimes you find that on the... um, like on the journey to like kind of get towards your purpose, you learn more about yourself or you discover new things. And it just becomes like a new way of life just out of seeking the purpose. You know, like you meet a whole new tribe of people and it's almost like, wait, oh yeah, why did I start this again? Because I just like, my life is elevated, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going for my purpose. That's right. (laughs) But it's like, you kind of- Open up a new world that way. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Because what I've found with myself and my clients is that, yeah, so maybe we have like an end destination of finding our purpose, Mm -hmm. but you end up discovering your purpose on the journey to get there. And when you, and discovering that purpose isn't, again, that end result, it's the process, it's the journey, it's the growth that you have on the way to get there. It's those, those moments every day where you're, kind of all of a sudden looking around you and you're like, wow, my life is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to discover anything else because everything I have right here right now is beautiful and giving me energy in life. So one thing, uh, when I start working with clients, one thing that I have them do to start is something called a life wheel. And this is just mm-hmm. an assessment for them to um, assess all the areas in their life. And just so we have a starting point of like, okay, where do you, where is there room for growth? Where can we maybe not focus on right now? So I'll, I'll just read off the, um, the different areas of the life wheel. So there's general well-being. This could be physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. Mm-hmm. Then there's our relationships. Then there's personal development, fun and creativity, your physical environment, and this could be your home, your office, your car, your yard, the physical environment that you see every day. Then there's your finances, and then there's career. And so what I have discovered is that when we feel, and so what I'll do, if you were my client, I would have you rate these areas one to 10 Mm -hmm. and why. And so 10 being like absolutely the best. And I always say never rate a 10 because then, you know, you don't have any room to grow. Right. Exactly. You know, say, yeah. So say that, um, you know, you're in an awesome relationship. So you rate that a nine, but your fun and creativity is like a two, mm-hmm. right? If we can mm-hmm. get that fun and creativity up to like even a five or above, mm-hmm. we can get all of them, all of those areas up to five or above. Then I feel like, you don't like, then you're living on purpose. You're living your purpose. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to have the right career, have Mm -hmm. the right relationship. But I think that as humans, when we feel that we're growing, when we're moving towards something, when we um, are in progress, that allows us to be on purpose right now. So it's life purpose for me is this interesting paradox between getting to somewhere and actualizing this purpose, this dream, this goal, this um, next evolution of myself, 
but it's also recognizing that you have everything you need right now to feel that purpose also. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I love helping my clients with is like, yes, we're working towards a goal mm-hmm. and, and coaching is always um, goal oriented because it's all about solutions and moving forward and realizing those things that you know are calling within you. Mm-hmm. But it's also about not seeking things outside of yourself to bring you that joy and validation. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. you can say the same thing for your purpose, right? Yeah. It's not always about that thing outside of you. It's always going to start within you. And that's the thing that I love showing my clients is that maybe they come to me wanting that thing in the future that they think they want, but then they end up actually finding the joy and the purpose within them right now, right here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I love that. I love take, I love the fact that you take like such a holistic approach to everything and because it's all c- connected. So I love that you take that approach in that way. Yeah, well, you're right. It is all connected. And, mm-hmm. and again, with that life wheel, it's like, we're, we're not totally feeling aligned with ourselves and aligned with our values. If everything on that wheel isn't somehow moving forward and progressing to us feeling like a 10. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's about having that balance in life because like everything's 50, 50, right. We need to have that balance. Um, otherwise we just, it's off kilter and it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think for a lot of us, it's really, yeah. Discovering that balance um, within the daily tasks in our lives that allow us to feel on purpose. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, you know, balance is kind of different for everybody. Like it looks different for everybody. It may not be something you can like evenly divide, like, okay, two hours here to it, like, you know, but just where you feel like uh, you're at least being intentional in all of those areas and not neglecting, you know, those important aspects of yourself kind of brings you into that alignment piece. So that's something I had to learn over time because I really struggled with kind of going into one area and just only focusing on that. And then like having this juggling act, uh, because I'm like, how do I manage everything all at once? It's so difficult. But I think when you are in alignment, you know, even just like you said, with your values, it it helps you kind of naturally fall into that sense of order and balance with yourself. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. And so, like you said, it's really different for everyone what that balancing act looks like. But Mm -hmm. what I've noticed with my clients and for myself is that just bringing awareness, just bringing that awareness, like doing this assessment, this life wheel and assessing where you are in all of these corners of your life and bringing awareness to that. Like how often do we really sit down and assess like, you know, our finances, our physical environment. I mean, we have um, automatic thoughts that probably go on, you know, in our brains that we're maybe not even aware of happening about these things. But when you bring your conscious awareness to a subject, the solutions arrive. And one thing that I've discovered for myself in my own self-coaching, which I love, is just that I have answers within me if I ask the question. So say you're on your life wheel and you are wanting to um, 
I'm just going to pick like, so say you want to grow your relationships and that could be, you know, a love relationship or familial or friends or whatever could be your Mm -hmm. neighbor. Um, so say that you're rating that like a four and you want to get it up to like an eight, you can just, you know, find a quiet place a quiet space within you. We talked last time about discovering your centering practice. So get into your centering (laughs) practice and just ask, like, how can I grow my relationships? Or even what would it take for my relationship to be an eight? And what would that look like? Because again, just like defining your life purpose, you want to have a definition or a goal for what you're going for, because otherwise it's just ambiguous. Then we don't Mm -hmm. have any idea if you're making progress or not. Mm -hmm. But just going in and asking yourself and then just listening. And when we, I think it was Michael Beckwith that said, when, when, we ask a question to the universe, it responds. Mm-hmm. And the more I've played with this, it's so fun. Um, I used to be someone who, like, I think I told you, I didn't wasn't very good at asking for help in school. And so I think mm-hmm. I didn't want to look stupid. Mm-hmm. And so I would always have these questions, but I wouldn't want to say anything because I didn't want to look stupid or dumb or um, like I miss, I don't know, like it was obvious and I missed it or something. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've seen that as a pattern of mine and it shows up. But the other thing, I've and there's nothing wrong with asking questions. I do ask questions a lot more often now. But what I've realized is that I don't have to look outside of myself for answers. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times I would default to asking questions because I wouldn't, I so wanted to know the answer and I wanted to get it so right. I'm a perfectionist, you know, recovering perfectionist. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't trust myself. I would want someone to give me the answer so I wouldn't do it wrong. Mm-hmm. But what I found is now I stop. And if I have a question about something, I go within and I ask myself first and I always get an answer. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel that. like, yeah, I feel like I'm going on such a tangent here. But um, I think, and again, this does come back around to life purpose because if you really just, you, someone might be listening to this and think, well, I don't even know what my definition is. I've never felt those fireworks. Or I've never, I'm just so confused. Mm-hmm. I think confusion is really just kind of a scapegoat to not having self-inquiry. So if you're feeling confused, just take some time, go within and ask yourself, what is my definition of life purpose? Mm-hmm. And the first thought that pops into your head, write that down. Yeah. And no matter what it is, and just start practicing going within to finding answers, because that is how you're going to feel more on purpose is following, I mean, last time we talked about intuition, it's like following those intuitive, that intuitive guidance. That's how I ended up in restaurants. That's how I ended up doing hair. That's how I ended up um, discovering my purpose was following those intuitive nudges that I didn't, I didn't know when I went to cosmetology school that I was going to figure out my life purpose or, you know, become an inspirational singer songwriter from it or discover, um, that personal growth is one of my top passions. Um, but I did feel that nudge of like, you know, I think this, this makes some sense. This feels like the right, the right thing to do. And following those breadcrumbs of my intuition has led to me feeling like I'm living my life on purpose. Wow. I love all of that. And when you're sharing, you know, all the different definitions, I could resonate with each one and not just only for myself, but just 
other things I've observed from other people um, as well, like a part of their life journey. And it's sad because sometimes you don't really even know the effect you can have on another um, another person or like just how your energy can change someone's life. And then you, and it's crazy because you'll, you'll walk around like, I don't know my purpose, but (laughs) in the meantime, you have no clue just how much you are really affecting other people. Um, So I always like to keep that in perspective. I had a a client, so I do a lot of video work and I had a client, I was helping him with putting together these uh, training videos for like car selling, car selling. I can't talk today. I don't know what's going on in my throat chakra, but um, I was helping him with that. And, uh, you know, he was so adamant about, it. he's like, we got to get this done. But in the meantime, when I met him, I was coming out of a situation from moving out of a, a toxic relationship. And I had no idea how I was going to move out. I didn't have enough money but I had faith and he came my way in the midst of that. And he provided me with exactly what I needed, you know, at that time to be able to move out. And that's what really kind of was the catalyst for starting my life. Well, Mm -hmm. he unfortunately passed away a couple years after that. Um, And he was still fairly young, like he was in his forties. And so I could only imagine that to him. He had no idea that he completely Mm -hmm. changed my life just by him trying to pursue a business venture. Like, so I'm like, he was amazingly purposeful, even though he was so pinpointed on what he wanted to achieve that maybe he thought that was his purpose, but it's like, man, like you really have no clue how much you can change someone's life just by being you, you know? Right. So it sounds like what I'm hearing you say is that he had this vocation that from an outsider's perspective, it seemed that that's what he felt his purpose was. Exactly. But your experience of his purpose was to be this catalyst in your life to really um, be such a benefit to you. Yes. Yes. I love and it's that. like, oh my gosh. And I'm just one person that he's interacted with. So it's like, oh man, and you think about how much, you know, you interact with other people or, I mean, hey, even just sharing a smile with someone, you have no idea what's going on in their life that that one, you know, interaction or, you know, smile that you shared with them could have completely directed their thought pattern to shifting their life in some way. So Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that one goes back to like your essence. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So just being mm-hmm. in that. And I think that your friend that you just mentioned, um, it was his essence and his, his life purpose kind of merging with yours. So his mm-hmm. vocation, his work that, um, it's just all intertwined. I just love, um, I love looking at just the synchronous synchronicities of life and how, that really is how spirit like works its magic in our yeah. lives. It's yeah. so fun to think about. It's amazing. But I have, I have a, um, a little exercise or a little tool that I'd love to offer for you and your listeners. Oh, um, of course. Yay. Yeah. As a way to get a little bit clearer on um, what your life purpose could be. Okay. So once you have your definition of what your life purpose is, mm-hmm. I want you to think about a time of ecstatic engagement. Okay. And so ecstatic engagement is a time when you lost time, 
when you know you looked at the clock, you're like, oh my gosh, how did this much time go past? Mm-hmm. Or when people would describe it as being in flow. Okay. Right. So just a time when you weren't even, you know, thinking about your to-do list, you were completely in the present moment. And so if you can think of a time that you were in ecstatic engagement, can you think of a time, Lindsay? Oh yeah. I can think of several. It's always having to do with something with creativity for sure. Okay, perfect. So I'll invite you, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to invite you to just choose one. If you can think of a specific experience and for your listeners, think about your experience and, um, and then answer these following questions. And I think journaling, this is really, really helpful. Um, and so the first question is what about this experience was so satisfying? Mm. So if you're open, Lindsay, you can share otherwise. Oh no, you're fine. We can Um, hear. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So something that I've always enjoyed, which I haven't done in a long time, because I'm always like shifting and like trying to learn, put my hand in on different creative juices. Um, But something that would always really spark a light in me was doing like creative photo shoots. And so I would always notice it because before I would get there, I'd be like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. (laughs) I don't feel like driving and setting this up or whatever. But then as soon as like we're into it, we're flowing, we're engaging, we're like being creative and it's just so freeing and just kind of capturing just someone else's energy just made me feel so alive. Um, and I would just be on a high all day after that. So I don't know how to encapsulate that exactly, but it's just something about being in the presence of another energy and bringing life to that and just kind of Mm. immortalizing it in some way, even, even just doing this podcast, you know, just the, the idea or just the, the energy of like, taking this flow and like making it last forever. Like that just makes me feel so good. Wow. I love that. I've never heard it explained that way before. That's a beautiful. Really? Way <laughs> yeah. like we're taking this moment in time. Yeah. And almost like um, capturing it. Right. Yeah. So whether you're capturing it in a photo or we're capturing it with the audio. So, okay. So I listened to a few things. Um, And this is why journaling, it's really helpful because Mm -hmm. what I would um, love for your listeners to do is journal. What about the, your ecstatic engagement experience was so satisfying and what did you especially enjoy about the experience? So some things that I heard you say, Lindsay, was that it was creative. Mm -hmm. You liked the connection with the other Mm -hmm. person. You liked the energy of the other person. And then you are saying that it immortalizes the moment. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And so as you journal your response to this question, what about the experience was so satisfying from your writing, you can start to pull out values and mm-hmm. keywords. Mm-hmm. And so once you have those values and keywords, then you start to get a better idea of what values and key components make up your life purpose. Because basically, if you are someone who loves creativity and connection, mm-hmm. and you look at your, your life wheel, and you see in the different areas, like, okay, where am I experiencing creativity and connection in the area of finance? 
Mm. Where am I experiencing creativity and connection in the area of my relationships? And you can kind of go through when you are living those values in every area of your life, you will be living more on purpose. Mm. I love that. And not only that, if you're someone whose definition is I want my mission or life's work, my vocation is my life purpose, then you start to recognize, okay, well, is that bank job expressing create, creative energy and connection? Right. Maybe, maybe if, if you're able to infuse your creativity into, you know, that, that corporate job experience, right. um, <laughs> but maybe you decide, you know, I think I'll take this, you know, this preschool teaching job instead, because I get to do arts and crafts with kids all day. Mm-hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. once you are able to, again, first define your definition of life purpose and then really have a clear assessment of your values of what that, what, what the values that make you feel ecstatic and on purpose, Mm -hmm. then you are starting to get so many pieces of the puzzle to when you, you experience a moment of um, ecstatic engagement, or you see someone doing something that makes you feel like, oh, that's creative and connection. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Then you start to get a lot more information about what your life purpose could be. Mm-hmm. Does that make okay. sense? Oh yeah, totally. I've never looked at it that way. I've always kind of, in a way, kind of isolated it. Like I've, you know, mm-hmm. like a little bit blends in to each one, but the fact of like taking your values and then applying them to that life wheel kind of feeds that purpose more, you know? Totally. It gives you, again, it gives you more awareness Mm -hmm. and awareness is everything because we can't change anything if we're not aware. Correct. Absolutely. And so that's always one of the first steps that I do in my own work for my own self-coaching and with my clients is like, let's just bring awareness. Let's shed a light. Where are you at right now? you know, and then from where you're at right now, it gives us so much information to, you know, where you want to be and what's not working. Um, I had a client, uh, last week and, you know, we had a few sessions together and I said, okay, let's just do like a check-in what's been working with you for you in, um, in this program, what hasn't been. And she said, well, the first week, you know, you gave me some homework and I didn't do it. She's like, actually, I haven't, I haven't done any of the homework. So I guess oh, homework, no. just homework in your program hasn't been working for me. And I said, <laughs> okay. I said, awesome. I said, you know what's really cool, though? I said, remember when you didn't do your homework that week? And then we were able to discuss why, you know, what obstacles came up in your life and why you weren't able to do the homework? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, I remember how we came up with a plan after that of like, you know, how to... um make yourself a priority in your life. And we just basically, it ended up being the whole coaching session, the result of her not doing her homework. (laughs) I said, this is why I love like in sessions, I give people, you know, or I'll call it soul work. Sometimes it's like, yeah, you can either choose to do it or not. And either way, we're going to have something to coach on because it's going to give us awareness of where your energy is, your focus is. And so just bringing again, that awareness to what your definition of life purpose is, where the areas in your life, assess those areas in your life of, you know, where are you uh, one, one through 10 
And then where in that in those areas of your life are you expressing your values? I always love to repeat things a lot because I forget things. <laughs> no, I and mean, I repetition like it, is how we, yeah, no, it's how yeah, we learn. So no, this is good. Especially because I listen to podcasts in the car. And so I'm not usually able to write things down. So I like to think that it helps to, uh, helps to anchor it for listeners. Oh yeah, um, totally. You've got to hear it at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the last point that I want to make about life purpose, which I think mm-hmm. is really, really important. And it's something that I've just learned, um, through my own journey is that your life purpose isn't supposed to be easy. So the reason I really wanted to know my purpose for a long time was because, like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier, I felt like once I knew what I was meant to do, everything was going to be easy. Um, you know, I, I would know where, where to invest my time, invest my money, go to school, like what jobs to get. I figured that would make it all easier. But what I've learned is that your life purpose isn't meant to be easy. It's meant to grow us into the greatest version of ourselves. And so often I think people kind of sell themselves short mm-hmm. of really admitting what their life purpose even is, because once you admit what it is, then you have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And oh, yeah. by design, this is my belief, Spirit by design has designed our life purpose to be something that challenges us. Mm-hmm. And when we are challenged by something, we've got to step it up. We've got to oh, face yeah. the fear. We've got to grow. We've got to overcome obstacles. And that's freaking scary. <laughs> it is. It's terrifying. It's like, what? It is. It's so much easier to watch Netflix and, you know, have a margarita. Exactly. (laughs) Just chill out. (laughs) Right. And there's definitely a time for that. So if you notice in your life an area that feels really challenging, like something kind of scary, but it's also Mm -hmm. kind of exciting, Mm -hmm. do that thing. And I'll give you an example of this. Um, I was a regular drinker from the time I was basically 18 to what, two and a half years ago. So 35. Mm -hmm. And I, it was very habitual. I don't identify as an alcoholic, but it was so habitual. You know, I was working in restaurants. I live in wine country. It's just like, I mean, I think anywhere in the world, alcohol is really a part of the culture. Mm -hmm. And so I had this calling in me that I didn't want to be a drinker. I didn't want to be a daily drinker and I wasn't successful yet at um, moderating. So mm-hmm. there was a part of me that was really scared to stop drinking because of what that meant, um, how hard it could be, what it meant for my social scene. Like, you know, would life be boring? Would I always want to be, you know, would I always be craving a drink? That was scary for all those reasons. But there was a part of me that was really excited because I had this inkling that if I didn't drink, I would be more connected to spirit. If I didn't Mm -hmm. drink, I would be more connected to my intuition. If I didn't Mm -hmm. drink, I'd have time, money, energy, and health to do all the things that I feel like I'm meant here to do. Mm -hmm. And so I probably had that. um, It was kind of subconscious. 
but I had that subconscious feeling for years where I was going through the habitual drinking, but there was a part of me that was like, oh, it would be really cool if I didn't do this, right? But it was scary. Mm -hmm. And so that was an example of how I wasn't living in alignment with my values, wasn't mm-hmm. living in alignment with my value of my spiritual, my spirituality and my, my dream of connection to my intuition and spirit. Um, it wasn't in alignment with my values for living a healthy life and balanced lifestyle. And so when I made the decision to stop drinking, oh my gosh, my life transformed, not only because I wasn't, I didn't kind of have this handicap of alcohol that was just preoccupying my mind and my mm-hmm. habits. Because like I said, I don't identify as an alcoholic. I wasn't like getting DUIs or blacking out or anything like that. It was just like a daily thing I was doing. But not only did um, I have all the benefits of just not consuming alcohol, but the growth that I had in the process of overcoming that habit that I didn't think was possible for me was Mm -hmm. everything. And so our life purpose isn't meant to be easy. It's meant to grow us into the greatest version of ourselves. So again, for you and your listeners, I invite you to think about where is an area of your life that you are maybe not quite feeling like you're living in alignment with your values. And again, it could be something as little as, you know, I said I was going to go for a walk today and I decided to sit on my phone instead. Gotcha. Right. What would happen if you went for that walk and you overrided, you overrode, I think that's the right way to say it. You overrode your brain's tendency to like stick in the easy thing mm-hmm. and do the thing that's maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone. That mm. is living on purpose Yeah. because you are then in growth. You are then meeting, you're meeting the next version of yourself halfway mm-hmm. because you're overcoming that habitual state that we all become accustomed to. Yep. Exactly. And I think that's probably why I feel a little like kind of weird right now because I went through a huge growth phase, but it was not enjoyable at all. Um, I went through a lot of growth and now it's like, okay, now what? You know? It's like, okay, now what do I do? Like, I don't want any more growth. I'm good. But now I need to figure out what's next. You know, like, no, please. I'm good on the challenges. Like, (laughs) don't send any more for a while. (laughs) But um, yeah, so that's always super interesting. Like, okay. Well, I guess we'll see where it's going to be applied to. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and that's such a good point. It's like, whenever I am in like a really painful process i always recognize i'm like well this is the growth i was asking for (laughs) (laughs) got it (laughs) this is a really great time then Lindsay, because it sounds like you aren't necessarily you know game for putting in a bunch more action but Mm -hmm. this is a great time to gain some awareness. So do that Mm -hmm. journaling, do the, um, do the life wheel assessment and, and write out, figure out your values, right. And where are you living in alignment with those values and where are you not? So this is a great time for reflection and journaling and, you know, it doesn't mean going out and taking massive action right now. Cause it sounds like you're just coming down from that. Like you yeah. need a little bit, you're having like the massive action hangover. 
Oh yeah. Seriously. Like that's exactly what it is. I literally feel like energetically hungover and now I'm like trying, like I'm stumbling, like trying to figure out, okay, I'm figuring it out. (laughs) And you know what? It's like when we, when we're in those big growth periods, it's like we need time for things to settle afterwards. So this is a really great time for you to, I mean, it's a great season for it too. It's like, this is the season of getting cozy and like, maybe curling up with a book. I know you've got a kitty, like curl up with your kitty oh, yeah. and, your and your journal and just spend some time reflecting. And, um, and you know, the more that you bring that awareness, the next steps are going to reveal themselves. It's mm. just, it's just what is, it's just what happens. Yeah. Like I think Byron Katie says like, how do I know the next thing I'm meant to do? It shows up. Yeah. It definitely and it does. It yes. will. Oh my goodness. You're so amazing. So helpful as always this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lindsay. It's, I just love coming and talking about these subjects with you and um, yeah, it's like my favorite thing. So yay! (laughs) (laughs) awesome. Well, I know. um, Oh, well, just in case, if this is someone's first time listening to you, how can someone get in touch with you? Yes. So joyful purpose coaching is my website. Um, and my Instagram handle, but you can find everything at joyfulpurposecoaching.com. And I would love to offer anyone listening a free 30 minute clarity call where we can really dive into where you're not living in alignment with your values and what it's going to take to get you there. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you, is there anything else you want to share with us today? I feel like we covered so much. I know. I think just everyone go out there and I know everyone's doing their best. And if you're feeling called to maybe show up a little bit bigger, apply some of these tools and see where it takes you. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much, Cricket. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> Bye-bye.